0: We always look forward to that week because it was always intense.
1: The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My my, my favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys, <laughs> still, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because you're done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more, and even NFL preseason. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Hey guys, welcome to Chief Concerns. This is our first ever Monday morning tight end. I know it's the afternoon, but we're going with a Monday morning tight end with uh, former Chiefs tight end Jason Dunn. JD, <laughs> I know we, we, you did come on the show after the, the post game on uh, on Thursday, but uh, what were your uh, <laughs> what were your takeaways? I know a lot of Chiefs fans are probably I've gotten over it a little bit, still, still, people are pissed off, but like, I've gotten over a decent amount. But how are you feeling about uh, about what you saw on Thursday?
0: Uh, how am I feeling about what I saw? Well, I uh, I tell you this, I know it's the first game of the season. Um, you know, I, I don't, I'll, I never go into knee jerk reactions, I never have. Uh, you know, even when I was playing, you know, you got to kind of take assessment of everything and look at it. You know, of course, the loss because it's a it's an L. It looks bad, right? And you can see all the things that's, that's glaring that guys could have done differently. To say, oh man, this could have won the game. This could have won the game. And and the reality is this: uh, you, you got a you got a full team. That's how it works, and and everybody is it's a team game. It's a team sport. So not one one person loses the game for the entire team. It just doesn't happen that way. Uh, and so I think that's very important to say that. Uh, because I've seen a lot of people just kind of put everything on Kadarius Tony, and not saying that he didn't have a hand in it. I think everybody had a hand in it. Uh, to, to be honest with you, everybody could have done something a little bit different. You could ask every single player on the Chiefs, what could he have done different in this game? And everybody would have an answer. I don't think not one person would be like, well, I mean, I played a perfect game. I couldn't have done anything better than what I did. Not one guy would say that. As a professional, you know there's always something more that you can do. You know, it's always room for improvement. You always know there's a play that you could have missed or you could have made uh, that you feel like it determine the, the outcome of the game. But that's the reason uh, you have guys like that that, you know, have this mindset. You do. You do. You have a mindset that you're a winner, you're a champion. Being Super Bowl champions, you're saying we have enough, we could get this thing done. And they just fell short. Yeah.
1: And that's the thing about football. That's the thing we love about football. Yeah. There's like 22 guys, offensive defense. Who, you know, can control the outcome of the game. It's not one guy. Um, you can point to specific plays, but there's still a lot that goes into all this stuff. Um, and yeah, you're right. A lot of people try to try to pretty much place the blame on Tony. Um, and then you also have on the on the other side of things, people said, "Oh yeah, look, look, at our, look how good our defense did without Chris Jones. We don't need him. Don't sign him. Trade him." Um, um, so you y- you have a lot of that going around. Um, and people just now are also saying, like, I think uh what's his name mike evans could be a guy that we can go after even though bucks said they're not trading him and if you just look at that the guy wants a lot of money for an extension we didn't pay De- we didn't want to even, we didn't want to get DeAndre Hopkins because we don't want to pay him and we're having trouble paying Chris Jones right now so we're like it's 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 one of those things you just can't just say oh we're gonna go with Mike Evans that'll solve the problem no because there's also you have to look at the playbook and how hard that is to kind of comprehend the middle of the season for a, a, a guy coming in who didn't add to training camp you gotta think about that. Take that into account, and also just the money aspect of things. We're not gonna tr- we're not gonna get, get a guy up for a rental. We're not doing that.
0: Yeah, uh, it, no, no doubt about it. I think it's what it is. It's the money part of it. You know, we had we were already in dispute with uh, Chris Jones to try to sign him uh, to a long term deal. Uh, then bring uh, Mike Evans, and you know Mike's going through it with them, Tampa Bay. But uh, you know there is there is really a, a, a reality there about having older guys on the team. You know, especially with this young group of receivers. And I think that's one of the reasons, me and you, we made this point a lot about Hop being in. Talking about Hop was an experienced guy that could come in who could teach these young guys how to be wide receivers, great professionals in this game, how to deal with maybe some of these ups and downs that they may see. Uh And, and that's significant, especially when you have a, a room like that where you're looking at the oldest guy in the room is MVS, You know? And so... It, it, that's the is it's, it's very important how these guys respond to you know some of the the problems and issues that they had uh but yeah look it, it's 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 one game one game these guys are gonna get better and and look i'm gonna make this point too uh, the way that we've seen the young guys develop in the secondary last year and everybody was oh my guys look how bad they are why did the backs put in this position uh these guys are just gonna grow i, I look at it maybe like we're getting around by week four these guys should be humming. I think they will. Um, but, yeah, something that needs to be said about veteran presence, no doubt about it, you know, and I think that's why we were so high on D-Hop or getting a, a veteran receiver in here that could really help with the, the toolage and the developing these guys to, uh, to you know, deal with, you know, the NFL. And, and, and a lot of it, what I've seen uh, on Thursday was uh, impatience. Uh, maybe uh, route running was not as crisp as I thought it would be. Um, it ain't Antsy. These guys, you know, a lot of guys first NFL game and it showed, it showed. So I think if they just kind of settle down, uh you know, take stock into what it is that they want to do out there on the field, um you know, these guys, they, they, they're going to be okay, but we're going to have growing pains. It's, that's, that's the reality of it. Like I said, a secondary development to, you know, this, this great secondary in, the, in, 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 in post-season. And so I think these guys are going to develop. We just got to give them time to develop, to make these mistakes. Right.
1: Yeah, and if you look back to what uh, Brett Veach said shortly after uh, training camp was over, and after all the cuts, he talked about Justin Ross and Rasheed Rice, how they're going to have specific packages. But I see them kind of grow, kind of getting more acclimated into the offense second half of the season. So not not just specific packages, but second half of the season, kind of getting more growth and development. So like, I mean, even even these guys are the young guys. It's going to take some time for these guys to get really fully immersed in the offense, um, and then to do to for people to expect that week one right out the gate. You know, it's, it's a lot, a lot to be said. I mean, to to, to expect these young guys to just come out right out of the gate and continue what they were doing in preseason. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot to expect, and it's even uh,
0: even big to expect when you when we talked about KT not really having any type of preseason games and getting healthy. You know, and and, and I'm gonna make this point. Uh, when I watched him in practice, I know everybody was showing like, oh man, look at KT, he's ready to get back. He looked like he was laboring a little bit on the, on that leg. I know it's because I watch how I play. I'm watching how guys gates. How they move it around, um, and he seems like a guy who, if if you're not fully healthy, you can doubt yourself. You can have some doubt in like your route running. You can, it, it can be a bigger issue. You may try to get it out of your mind, which you can. I'm not saying you can't, but also too, you'll start feeling, especially you start you know dropping balls and whatnot. That legs start to get a little bit more heavier may have a little bit more pain. It might be some pain still, you know, lingering in that. That's why we were we were talking about maybe, hey, maybe week number two was might have been a, the ideal time for him to come back. But it's good, I guess, this this game, get it out of the way. Uh, he's got some work in. That will take care of, like, the preseason, uh, you know, where, you know, he wasn't in, he wasn't involved. You know, maybe this this game coming back would be a much better game for him.
1: Yeah, and also to talk about that, just based on what you saw in, in some of the clips during practice, but, like, there was the third and short play where it was a jet, jet motion, the handoff to him. Yeah, he yeah. Looked, I, was, I was like, whoa, what, what is that? It looked like he got re-injured there. He just didn't look right. And and Reed actually said today at a press conference that he takes blame uh, for uh, Tony's performance. He hmm. mentioned he missed all the training camp, was encouraged by what he saw in practice pa- this past week. Um, I probably didn't put him in the best position. The only way we're going to get him back is by playing him. I think you'll see better as we go down the road from him. So I think he knows that he was kind of rushed back in with Kelsey's injury. They were like, you know what? It's going to be a limited snap count. But then Kelsey gets into like, ah, you know what? KT looked pretty good this week. I think we can give him a full full go. Yeah. Well, look, man, hey, that,
0: that's that's big on Andy because he knows it. He, he said it. everything we just said, we were just talking about that. Because remember, you was asking, you know, it, do you see him coming back from meniscus? I'm like, listen, I've had a meniscus, you know, and it takes four weeks. And even then, he has to get acclimated to the speed of the game. You know, that ball coming off of, of Patrick, man, look, that speed coming up, he hadn't seen it in a while. Run a full speed, catch it in the game. And I'm talking about, man, when what you know, preseason practice is a whole different speed than game speed. It really is. It just it really is because everything is all for the marbles. You're gonna get hit, you know, you're gonna get tackled. Uh and so I think all those things played a part. Andy recognizes that now. You know, we were talking about that before. And so, yeah, maybe they rushed him back. <laughs> I think they did, to be honest with you.
1: Kelsey's injury sped up that that process. I I think. I think there was like, oh man, he's hurt. He's out this game. But don't don't worry, we have Tony. And beginning of that game, he wasn't getting full load. And then as the game kind of went on, like you know what, he's he's all right. Let's 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 give him let's keep him in there. And he can pretty much stayed in there after like the 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 third drive of the game. He stayed in there pretty much consistently after that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So uh, with this episode with the Monday morning tight end with former Chiefs tight end Jason Dunn, we're going to go into the grade. So it's the Week One grade report. We're going to we're going to grade this the, this game and we're going to put it in, in the shelf and we're on to Week Two, on, on to on to Jacksonville after this one. Um, but we're going to go position. JD's graded all positions, um, so we're going to go position group by position group, um, and yeah. So JD, um, let's begin with your your first grade report here. Okay, let me see. I start with this now. <laughs> so,
0: so what I did, man, I I, uh, I started with every position, um, and you know, of course, I made some inserts about certain guys in those positions. Uh, and so, what I'll start with, position wise, first is the wide receivers. And so, wide receivers, I gave a, a a grade of D plus or C. That's that's where I graded them. That's uh, that's what I see. Uh, and and a lot of it is the the bright spot came with Rashid Rice. Rasheed came out there. I think he did a great job catching the football, kind of getting open. He has some some bright spots. I think we've seen like, oh, wow, okay, here's Rasheed Rice getting some catches, getting some targets, which was great for us, was really good for us. Uh, it's it very promising going forward. Uh, and so that will absolutely make an argument, hey, these young guys need to get out there and start playing even more, right? Maybe some of these guys that, that we don't quite trust uh, need to get out there and play. But also, too, Rasheed Rice looked like a rookie. He looked like his timing was off a little bit running the routes. His routes wasn't as crisp um, as as, but a lot of that is him being antsy. This is his first NFL football game, so I know he's there's a lot going in his mind. He's playing an Arrowhead, a full stadium. You know, on Thursday night, everybody's watching. All of that's going through his mind. Uh, but he did have a, have a bright spot. Uh, it made a, t- a touchdown. He had good spacing in that in that pass. Uh, but and also too, so we went. We talked about KT, right? And I said, putting it on here, KT looked like he went, uh, like he, he didn't go through practice, like he went through preseason. And I said that same thing. He just looked like he labored a little bit. Now, uh, the one guy I want to kind of talk about is uh, Sky Moore, okay, or and, and where he was for the entire game. Um, and, and my assessment, and I'm, I'm taking a lot of this from what I've seen and I've just, you know, me playing myself, you know, talking to guys. I know how this is when your second year uh it is it's almost like you there's certain guys that allow themselves to be great. I think Sky Moore hasn't quite freed himself up yet for that. He he hadn't quite freed himself up just to play free, go out there and try to make mistakes, just go out there and just play. Uh, I think he's still kind of measured in everything that he's doing. Uh, not necessarily getting open, but as soon as he gets to that point where he's he's able to just open his mind and figure everything out, I think he's gonna be a a a, a star for us, to be honest with you. Uh, but I think he's still kind of trying to fit his role, right? How do how do I get into this whole fit of things? So uh he just got he just needs to be comfortable. He just needs to be comfortable, and I think we'll get a lot out of him. Uh so uh and, and then everybody else was kind of you know, so so, right? Just so so on that in that wide receiver room. Tight end wise. I'm gonna go to the tight ends, is my guys. Uh, I gave these guys a B. I gave these guys a B. That's what I think. Uh, and I think Noah Man, uh and, and and Blake Bell. Uh, they they handled the load for Kelsey as much as they could. I think they did a, a, a tremendous job. Now, obviously, there's different skill sets there that they have between uh, Travis, uh, but for what they was able to give out there, I think they did a great job. I really do. Blake Bell you know, did a great job in the space, and it was a great uh, play call. When I watched it, and I looked at it, I said, well, wow. And my wife was like, what are you looking at? I said, the space and how they 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 opened it up because they end up bringing uh, the, the, the running back uh, in motion pulling him out so the corner could take him and then they ran two wide receivers taking a linebacker taking a safety and blake bell just finished right there in the in the, in the end zone perfect uh, but we'll get on some more work some different time but you know we'll talk about these plays you know <laughs> that's what i do uh but they look good they look good the titans look good so be be for them guys uh so now o-line o-line i gave the o-line a c plus that's what i gave him i gave him a c plus all right uh, i think they did a pretty decent job of protecting pat uh pat had some times we had a lot of time back there to just kind of pat the ball move around a little bit in the pocket and there were some times that you know had a little pressure coming at him we still see some chips i don't know if people see the chips that the running backs was given but that's part of the offense That how it happens right we don't want to get into debate oh we got chip more and this and that doesn't matter right uh but i i think to be honest with you uh you know in the in the run game uh their blocking needs to be a little bit more pronounced I just did. I didn't like a lot of the footwork out there, and I'm just looking at it. I'm just, you know, me being an O-line coach, uh, tight ends coach. I'm watching. I'm watching the footwork, and I'm looking at them grabbing ga- grass coming off the football. And as and what ends up happening is, if you pass the ball a lot and you're doing it in in, in in preseason training camp, passing the ball a lot, you start to be back on your heels. Okay, you're not digging your cleats in the ground like the insides and guys that play O-line. They know what I'm talking about of just grabbing grass coming off the football. Bringing your hips more, right, and that's what you want coming off the hips. And so uh, there was a lot of things I didn't I didn't quite see that those guys did. I think uh, Creed and Trade Man was was kind of indecisive in some of those things. Even you know Donovan and uh, and and Juwan on the outside going to go get the defensive ends, not coming off the football. And we need to see more of that. Uh, and especially, and, and this this goes into the bigger part of it. Okay, the bigger picture. Anytime we get into third and and short, okay, and fourth down and stuff. Going for that 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 one yard, it's all attitude. It's all it's, it is it is all drop your cojones attitude coming off the football, hitting somebody in the mouth. That's it, pure and simple. Okay. And and, and you can't take anything else from it. That old line takes pride in that. They do. That, that's a part of their marker about how good of an offensive line you actually have. It's third and one, you coming off, you driving somebody off the football, or are you scoring with your guy. Okay, it's all heart. It's also there's nothing else to it. Either you get the job done or you don't. And so I I I look at it. We could question the play call because they were questionable. I think Andy would like some of those back. Right? I know I seen you. You you were talking about getting cute on the line. You know? Hey, look. You know what it is? I don't care how cute it is back there behind me. What's going on? O line, we got to get that yard. We have to one or two yards. That's just how it's got
1: to be. Okay, and that's on everybody. Uh, for for an O lineman though, just a quick question on that, the short yeah. yards play, the, the big short mm-hmm. yards played everyone's talking about is the Blake yeah. Bell under center. It wasn't a QB sneak, it was a, a jet um jet sweep by Rasheed Rice on third and one, was it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um for an O-line, you know, you, you talk about you, you know, you, you kind of want to have established this kind of mentality, this physical mentality. Mm-hmm. A play that goes east to west when it's third and one, just get upfield. Is that kind of like something when you it's not really establishing kind of a I guess uh, kind of this physical mentality if you're going east west on a jet motion with your with that Rasheed Rice you know it's like it's not really give it to Pacheco and let him get up the field or even God forbid a uh, QB sneak from with the with Mahomes which we we don't do anymore since that their th- Thursday night game yeah. uh, a couple years ago but like doesn't that kind of like that kind of gets that mentality when you're when you're calling plays like a halfback dive right in the middle we're gonna freaking push these guys down the field and, and get a first down but instead we're doing a jet sweep.
0: Doing a jet sweep and trying to get to the outside where your, your your shoulders are not squared to the line of scrimmage is very tough. Trying to out, you know you're basically trying to outrun them to the outside, and so establishing that attitude is, is it's demoral demoralizes into the defense if you just hit them straight in the mouth and come out the football, right? I'd rather hand the ball off to Pacheco or Ceh or McKinnon, any of those guys to get the one yard. I really would, uh, and so you know the jet sweep may work. If you got. Fast guys, you know you need a guy who's four three, four two to get on the outside. But everybody's got to block well on the outside too, you know. So uh, I think you know with with Detroit, man, they got some pretty good linebackers after after really watching them, uh, how they mirrored and just played. They did a really good job, you know. Then you know Hutchison trying to get outside of him too. So I, I think that was a bad call. It was a bad call. I think everybody would agree with that. Uh, so I think we we need to get to the point where we know third and one. Uh, we're gonna have Sherman no more for the you know one yard with the fullback dive and you know try to get him around the center. Like we need we need to establish an attitude to saying, look, we're gonna line up, we're gonna bloody your nose for this one yard. Okay, we got the big boys up front that could do it. I trust Tony. I trust Creed, I trust Trey, I trust Donovan, I trust Juwan. Those guys come out the football when you know it. I don't care, get into all fours, come off the football. And so we should be successful. We should be. I don't know why we, we having such a hard time to figure this out, man. But sometimes you got to just run these things, these things and practice. You just gotta practice those things, right? To be good at it. Okay. So uh I know everybody made a lot of a lot of noise about Juwan and his his, his starts and whatnot. Uh, I, I I'll say this. I seen it. He was definitely uh quick on the ball, quick on the snap, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. And so uh the refs didn't call it. So you keep doing it until they call it. That's how it works. Hey, you know what? It ain't holding until they catch you. So if he's able to get away with it, fine. It's the same thing. The rule is, you know, the, the, the tackle also where he's sitting back, he's supposed to break the plane of the center. Uh, but the same thing until you get a warning and the and the line just says something, don't worry about it. Keep playing. Okay. So you'll do everything to, to toe the line to where you could get away with it. You'll get a warning. Once they get the warning, it's like, okay, I got it. Okay. All right. Talk to the refs. But if you jokers ain't calling nothing, man. You can't. Hey, you keep riding with it. Okay. Gives you an advantage. That's fine. I ain't got a problem with it.
1: That's one thing that's so interesting. We, you know, Take it for Chiefs fans. We watch – I mean, you watch the Eagles somewhat. But, like, Chief fans, you only watch the Eagles in that Super Bowl game. Mm-hmm. Lane Johnson, pretty, very similar to – and I know everyone says, oh, his timing's impeccable – I feel like a lot of those times it was false starts too, but they didn't call him. Instead, he gets praised for what, what, what he does. And the one, one thing I will say, I I think I was, uh, I forgot one of the O-line, like uh, O-lineman gurus on Twitter had mentioned, like if you if you look at his, um if you look at the snap, it's, and I think Brian Balog also said it. He goes, when I, when I watch it, I actually see the rest of the O-line slow. I actually see Jawan Taylor's getting off the ball, like right when it's supposed to. I see everybody else being slow. It's the opposite where everyone's saying he's false starting. He was saying, that he sees the rest of the old line getting off the ball slow and Juwan's getting on it right, right as the snap goes. Um, now, you, you don't see it that way? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I mean, how you have, uh, you know, four of the
0: guys, really five, the guys snapping the ball too, and the only one that's ahead of it is is your right right tackle, they <laughs> look quick because he can't see the ball. He can't see it. You know, he's anticipating the snap and whatnot. That's the thing about it because, you know, you got to look your peripheral and just feel it and it's time it is time it is, is filling, you know the the snap count but i i they, they ain't catching it it's fine <laughs> hey, but shh, don't say not he's fine he, they, everything looks good everything looks good uh
1: some of the people had had mentioned also top of the him maybe being a little early his his back leg kind of t- giving the tip of what the play is because his back is constantly moving is it i guess yeah his, his back is constantly moving and i think someone broke it down that he was giving it. He was tipping to the defense what the play was based on how he was his foot was uh, moving or not moving before the, the the play was going. Uh, you know what? I think he's kind of
0: digging in. I, I, you know, kind of his foot back there may be telling you, yeah, it's going to be pass. Right, uh, but we, you know, we're a passing team. But I mean, shocker, okay? Gonna <laughs> you know, pass the ball more than we're gonna run it. True. So I, I don't think it's you know he's a telltale sign. You, you know, get past him. How about that? Beat him then. All right. He's gonna tell what it is. You know what it is. It's gonna be passed. Get past him then. How that mm-hmm. how, how about that? Okay. Uh I agree. So so let me go ahead and continue with the with the uh with the with the grades then, right? Yeah. So we got the wide receiver, tight ends, and O line. Okay. Now we're going to the running backs. Running backs, RBs. Uh and what I got, I get the RBs a C plus. They with C plus. Okay. Uh and and you know, there were some bright spots about uh, the running backs. You know, they make some yards here and there, and there's some times. Uh, look, CH is doing everything by the book. I think he's playing safe. You know, I, I really do. I think everybody brings up, like, the cut and, like, oh, look at this. And and could he have cut back? Sure he could have. He absolutely could have cut back. Does he have an ability to cut back? Yes, he does. You know, so I know if he always an elite back. he Look, he plays in the NFL. If you're not in lead back, you can't make that cut, then there's something wrong with you, okay? You shouldn't be back there if you can't make that cut. The question is, does that cut leave you in pain? Because I always know we would tell them, buyers beware, okay? When buyers beware, meaning when you cut back, that's on you. You trust your ability. That linebacker's mirroring him. I mean, oh, my gosh, he did such a, a great job mirroring what he was doing. But the hole wasn't clean. So he just said, oh, it may not be there, so let me trust my guys, so that's what he did. He, he went ahead and made a choice to trust the blocking scheme, and it went clean in the blocking scheme. The guys didn't do a good job of doing that. And you can see it. You can watch it. Uh, but I think he's kind of playing safe. He's running pretty hard, right, but he's playing within the confounds of what the play is, which is fine. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, but sometimes you want guys to try to make something happen. Uh, you know, we, we don't know what could happen. It could he have made a guy miss? It could have, possibly. Uh, if he cut back, I don't think, you know, obviously you want to stay with the play. Uh, the running back coach might tell you, hey, man, look, stick your nose in there. What did it look like? And he'll tell you, like, coach, you look murky. <laughs> you know, it wasn't clean in there. So I cut back. You know, we don't ever question – you know, we had to question priests on what he was doing or any of our running backs. You know, we're blocking the scheme. we worried about how we block it. And we'll let those guys play off of what we're doing, okay? So if he decided to run outside and do all these other different things, we're going to still try to block. But, you know, at a certain point, he knows he's on his own. But I think he's playing safe right now mckinnon mckinnon uh you know made the one catch uh he dropped the one i think uh that was i think it was the first time i seen pat kind of like oh okay like mckinnon's dropping balls (laughs) you know it it becomes contagious in a sense and it's not really expected because he he's he's a solid guy look I, i love jet jet is always gonna be a solid guy to me you know i think in a game like this, you should have got more looks. Me personally, uh, because that's a guy that you can always hang your hat on. You know, he's he's always one of those guys that's going to always do the the job right and get things done. Uh, and so I always like to see Jet more, uh, but that's me. Uh, Pacheco, Pacheco came in, tried to give a spark. You know, he hadn't really played that much, hadn't really got a whole lot of uh, contact. Uh, and then the spark that he initiated, he was trying to come with. Now, and all of a sudden, he's get this little little. Pull on the hamstring, kind of throws, throws him off a little bit, right? So I, that, that's demoralizing to him, too. Uh, and so I think it was frustration just from the backs trying to get going but couldn't necessarily get anything going. And, and a lot of that has to be helped with the O-line, of course, uh, some of the play calling. Uh, you know, I, I, I know some of the wide zone from, from you know, coming across the formation is, is a little tough because you don't get your shoulders north and south, right? He's through that same thing. Uh, that play I don't really like. I mean blockers should still be the same, but you know, whatever. Uh but yeah, so I gave them I gave them a C plus. They'll be better. They'll be better, no doubt about it. So I don't worry about them at all. Um uh, so and so finally we get to the QB. PM 15. PM oh, 15. Okay. Uh I gave, you know, look, I'm gonna be honest. I'm, I'm you know, I'm gonna be completely honest, just mean as I look at things, but I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Pat a B. I'm give Pat a B. Okay. I think Pat put guys in, in in positions. He was throwing some balls and just right on them. The guys should have caught, right? Maybe somebody clean, maybe behind them, but it still hit your hand You're supposed to catch some things. Uh, and then there were some things that Pat did that I think he—that's the first time I actually see Pat had pressure. See pressure on his face a little bit. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't really seeing too much of that. And I think when you get into that position, I don't care who you are, you 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 want to do more, okay? And so he was kind of holding the ball a little bit, you know. I like I said, Pat holds the ball longer than everybody else. Okay, he does that because he creates plays with his legs. Okay, and he's the best at it. Um, but then when you you sitting over, you try to let guys get open. Okay, you let try to let guys get into like that plan. And so you you can you can trust the guy that you've been playing with for a long time, like Travis Kelsey, to be where you expect him to be. Okay, or where the defense doesn't expect him to be. You trust that. You know he's running like the scramble drill. Okay, all the the rules of how they do the offense, and guys are still trying to learn. They that's they are they trying to learn. I'm looking at you know some of the, some of the the routes, and they weren't necessarily crisp. It just wasn't. And sometimes you got to give him a clean window about what he's doing. You know what areas you are running, and so uh, they'll get that. But I think it's the first time I seen Pat. You know maybe the pressure on him third or fourth quarter. Uh, just just a little bit. Just a little bit. But I gave him a B, man. I mean, PM 15, man, you, you know, he's putting the team in a position to get things happening. I, you know, the fourth and 25, I, I, I didn't really understand that. Okay? That's a, that's a hair scratching to me. All right? It's a hair scratching to me uh, for just a number of reasons. Okay? Field position, got time on the clock. You got uh, timeouts. You trust your defense. What is it? Right? So, I, I just – I don't know. It's another another time,
1: okay? I'll tell you what. The, even with that fourteen twenty five, Pat made something happen in that play. I know it was kind of you know that that ball broke right before. It got the sky. And sky kind of got maybe got confused, not confused, but you know broke up his uh, concentration with uh, the guys in front of him. But like he still gave Sky a chance to go get that ball. Yeah,
0: but but the thing is, at fourteen twenty five, man, it puts you in a, a bad field position. You put the defense in a bad field position
1: for sure. For sure. Yeah. I,
0: you know, I ain't I ain't worried about you throwing the ball up. Shoot every time you throw the ball in the air, everybody has a chance to go get it. Yeah. Right. But that to me, that's hey man, help your defense out. Yeah. I, that's how I look at it. That way, if you if you keep them down there and did punt, then you got better field position for you coming back offensively. They can run the ball, and, you know, like they did. Okay, so I, I that's that was just kind of a question of me, head scratcher. Uh and so uh that's where I'm at offensively. Now, let me let me kind of skate through this pretty quickly, okay. Uh, so, now I'm going to go to uh, uh, defensive side of the ball. Defensive side of the ball, all right? Defensive side of the ball, I gave a uh, cornerback. Started with cornerbacks. Corners, man, I gave him a B. A secondary, I gave him a B, okay? And a lot of that play came through uh, Trent. I think Trent did a great job. I think he, he – I told you there's, there's 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 two mindsets here of guys, you know, your second year, okay. And this is the difference where I'm looking at right now, Sky Moore and where he is, and Trent McDuffie and his. Okay. Trent McDuffie is trying to, he's thinking about becoming the best in his position in the AFC and the NFL. That's what he wants to get at. And so I think he's going in purposely going into, you know, into a game into practice, working to be that. He's playing free that's that's the free mindset i'm talking about okay him just coming up there wanting to make plays him trying to make challenges to guys okay he knows that every opportunity is going to make him better he's trying to get better okay it's going to put his name up there with with some of the best in the league that's what he wants to do uh that's his mindset and i can see that i can see the difference between somebody playing free and nobody playing you know having you know hindering uh, his play on that uh all the other guys been i thought would did a pretty decent job Maybe at the end, you know, some of those those passes. Uh Sneed looked like it looked rusty. He, he didn't have the burst to turn and, and make tackles. I mean, it was, I was like, whoa. You know, the one uh who was that, that caught the ball? Caught in the turn was Reynolds. I, I forgot who it was that caught the ball and and took off from Sneed. But you could tell same thing, the rust and the burst wasn't quite there. Just wasn't quite there. Uh, and so you could see that the rust was still on him. You, you could see that, but yeah, I think, you know, far-
1: just like with Tony, it's a guy who missed pretty much all of training camp, you know, he was seen you know, out, out with the knee swelling and practice and stuff, and they th- they threw him right right away. They're like, you know what, well, you're good to go. You're you're going to play in this game, and you know that can that can hurt or that can help. And in, in this way, you know, I don't know if it hurt us per se, but like he didn't look right. No, he, he didn't look right. You know, and
0: and there's and, and there's, there's of course pockets that you see like okay maybe you know he doesn't look at you know 100 percent, okay and I, I think you know it was a couple of plays of course you could see that uh but other than that, i think everybody else played pretty solid around them uh linebackers uh linebackers that gave a c plus and b uh i, I think the linebackers did a pretty good job i think willie gay did actually a, a, a superb job you know i was like willie showed up all over the place and you know, like dropping back to his to to where he needed to be in zone, uh, you know, looking over things, making plays, coming in. Like he, he's another guy kind of playing free. Uh, and so he was getting around the linemen when they were trying to block him. So they did a good job. Bolton did a pretty decent job. You know, you always, you know, your middle linebacker, you're always looking at who, who's holding up in, in the middle, okay? And we knew, you know, that presence without Chris, is going to be a little, little difficult. It's going to be a little tough. Uh, but other than that, I think he did a, a, a decent job. I think he did a decent job uh and the other guys on that but gave to me on the lineback is the one that stood out at everybody. Um uh, D line, D line. I gave the D line a C plus. I gave him a C plus. That's so why I gave the D line. Uh and so I think a lot of it had to do with you know the the lack of pass rush. You know, of course obviously Spags doing a great job which I gave him an A just in game planning uh putting guys there you know uh bringing pressure from different different angles, different positions, the uh, you know, different places. Uh, but I, I gave the, the solid C plus, maybe even the B. They they did, did a pretty decent decent job. Uh Warrington did a great job. Dannon, Dickerson did a good job. Uh you know, I, I didn't know we had signed him back. He got back in there and I'm just like man, look it's Dickerson. <laughs> so he he came off uh, pretty good. And look I, I think here's here's a formula. And 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 I Think they're looking at right now when you have like a bigger defensive end, uh, that you know is good coming off the football, uh, in pass rushing or you know, maybe going against the tackle. Why not put him right there in the nose where he can get up underneath the guy, like a center or a guard, okay, and let him push back? We've seen that. I, I look at we, we, a minute who, right? We looked in preseason, did the same thing, use them long arms because you know, you know, that defense men got long arms, you know, they're gonna stretch it, you know. Shoot, stretch Armstrong and so, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So he, he had some push actually. He had some some really good push. And it was it, it was very promising because I was looking at where that, that line of scrimmage where they were gonna play. You're gonna play on Bolton's on his lap or you're gonna play on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Okay, and I think they did a fair job. Like I said, C plus almost be on that because I think they did get some push. Um, uh, and so yeah, we want to see more generated rush uh pressures from the outside. Uh, getting some sacks. I think George did a pretty decent job kind of getting some of those pressures. Uh, but yeah, hey man, when you when you don't have Chris Jones, some of that pressure, you could tell how that affects other guys. You you could tell how it affects the pass rush. Okay, let's just be honest here. People get mad about the contract or whatever, but in, the, in, in that game with the pass rush, you can see how Chris's presence May do some things differently, uh, with the other guys around him, okay. And that's that's how it's supposed to work. That's how it's supposed to work. So he's one of the best in the business, you know. He he could have he, he could have definitely helped out, no doubt about it. So, uh, that's what I got with them.
1: What do you think about King Felix? Because King Felix almost had two uh, two sacks during that uh, during that game, it was in, in their uh, end zone too. He almost came up with the could have had a safety in that game, but I thought I was really impressed by what we saw from him right out the gate. He looked. I mean, he was making an impact. He, he you know what?
0: He, he looked good. He looked good. And I think he's one of those guys he's got to figure it out too. Now, imagine when Chris comes back, okay, what it's going to look like then. Okay. And I think he's really going to strive. With our two young guys, George and then and, and, and Felix out there, it's, you, you, it's going to be scary. It's going to be absolutely scary. Okay. And so I, I look at that, man, like, you know, I think that's going to be. It's gonna bode b- well for everybody so yeah. so yeah man Felix look good uh, and and you could tell a difference from where yeah. he was in, in camp of preseason to where he is now and just getting better getting healthier of course uh but yeah he's he's gonna make a solid impact for us you know and so i'm i'm, I'm looking forward him what he's gonna do for the next game
1: yeah uh, no I, I i i agree and also when week eight comes when uh Amenahu's back i can't wait for for that um that have who also with those guys uh everyone's back and hopefully Jones is back with them. Yeah, um, yeah. I wanted to get back to uh, Canaries Tony for a second before we before we head out of here. Oh no, you did special teams as well. Oh, special teams. Oh, oh, my, oh, my forte. <laughs> yeah,
0: special teams. I gave them a C minus. So I gave the special teams. Uh, be honest, man. I did. I did not once did I see the return set us up for anything as far as good field position at all. And it was a lack of blocking that was very noticeable to me. Very noticeable. Me being a former uh, special teams coach. Uh, this this meeting this morning or whenever they had it, I would be pissed. <laughs> Absolutely pissed. Seriously. You know, because the, the way I look at it, when you play special teams. You know, you're taking a roster spot. OK, we're betting on you. And if you ain't doing your job on special teams, then guess what? Hey, they're going to they gonna get rid of you. That's how it works. So you better take this thing serious. If I'm asking you to block this guy, you need to block this guy to the to the best of your ability. Okay. If not, we got guys on practice squads as guys we can go get. We can fill that void real easily, real quickly. And it can happen. So it may be better blocking, better blocking uh for those guys. Uh, I was really looking for a man, uh, uh Richie James, to make some things happen It just didn't see it. Didn't see it. But like I said, a lot of it had to do with you know the blocking. You know, you got to give him give him something, to, to, you know, he can look at. Uh, Tommy was good. The weapon. Tommy, you know, was as excellent as ever. So hats off to Tommy. That's the reason they got to see minus, okay? It's because of Tommy. Oof. You know, really. So other than that, man, they got, they got, they're going to get that, they're going to get that together.
1: One positive, though, no muff punts, which is something we had the first few weeks last year, we were complaining about no muff punts. And I'll say this. Richie James has balls of steel. There's multiple times that guy's coming right at him. No fair catch. He was taking and trying to get something with it, which I give him credit for trying to make something happen. Nothing did happen, but I give him credit for trying to make something happen.
0: Yeah, man, it, but that's a tough thing because if you know you got a guy who is balls back there who's going to get some chances, give him an opportunity. Give him yeah. a chance. That's on That's on all those guys that's doing the block. Give him a chance. And that's when I'll be in meeting. That's why I would absolutely bring this up like, how are we not giving our guy a chance You know, to even make something happen? You know, special teams is 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 absolutely one fact, uh, 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 a a of what we do in football that you have to be good at. You you just have to be. You have to contribute, and I didn't see no contribution there with that man. So, uh, so yeah,
1: yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully, and that's one thing about the loss, the start of the season with the loss It's only happened one time in the Andy Reid Chiefs era. These guys going to have some fire uh, coming out against Jacksonville. This coming weekend a team who looked pretty solid against Indianapolis yesterday. Defense yeah. looked defense looked suspect yesterday, but that's something we'll get into on Wednesday. Um well, I'll say this man. It, you, look, you are looking at a whole different team, okay? You are looking at
0: a whole different team with Jacksonville. And uh, I'm going to say this. Look, and, and and like I said, that's why I was like uh with, you know, Detroit coming to here. Mm, like, okay. Look, we 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 had two of our best guys out and and they still barely won. Let's just be honest here. So Dan them didn't care who was playing. They don't care who it was. They just going to come in here and try to, you know, shock the world. Okay. I don't think it was as big as a shock as they, 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 they made it be or made it seem like not taking anything away from Detroit because I think they did a good job. I told you Jared Goff had more confidence he's ever had. I said, man, I knew Dan Cameron was going to be whispering in his ear to get some things done. They didn't care who was playing. They didn't care about that. My thing, and I think we just look at, Maybe this right here, this first loss, first game, is a good place to start with some humble pie. Okay, not just with the players, but with the fans also too. Okay, because I just seen we high on our horse. We just you know, and it's you, you know we don't want to be um, critical of our team and all those different things. You know they just didn't you know it, it, all fast of the game didn't play well. Period. I still think we had a better team. That's what I think. But make no mistake about it. Uh, I don't think Detroit is, is is in our in in you know, as far as uh one of the top teams in the NFL. I think they somewhere mid. Uh, but this Jacksonville Jaguar team that we're gonna go play, it's a whole different ball game. A whole different ball game. I'm just the, telling you. The
1: real deal. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah. Their office is going to be interesting to see how they match up against our defense this week, or how interesting is going to see to see our defense match up against those guys because uh, Calvin Ridley looked phenomenal. You and I said that we should try to trade for him two years ago when he got when he, when he got suspended. I mean, <laughs> would have been nice. Ridley, Etienne,
0: uh, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you go down to uh, uh, Christian Kirk, uh, Ingram, Zay Jones. They 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 got they got weapons on that side. Then they got a uh, defensive side too. So we let's. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be different,
1: yeah. <laughs> significantly different. I think it's gonna be a shootout because their defense yesterday looked kind of suspect against Indianapolis. Although you know it's first game of the season, so we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Um Before we head out of here, I, I want to go back to Kadarius Tony for a second. He's been such a big uh, hot topic, uh, mm-hmm. obviously since last Thursday. And I know we're not placing blame on him uh, specifically, although a lot of chance fans want to. Yeah, um sure. so
0: that's I mean, <laughs> that's unfair.
1: But go ahead. I'm it sorry. is very unfair. Um, so PFF uh released their grades from uh that game, and Kadarius Tony had the lowest uh receiver grade in the last five years, um, based on his performance on Thursday. Um, I've seen a bunch of different numbers here. Uh, some stats have us that, that the team charging us with five drops, Kadarius Tony hit two of them. I saw another uh stat uh grade that has having eight drops, four of them were charged to Kadarius Tony, but I don't know, anywhere between four and two, two, two is too much. Um, but uh, the one interesting thing I know we can we can crap on Kadarius Tony all day, but the one interesting thing here that not really getting talked about enough is um, the Next Gen stats did a, a did a statistic uh, this morning. Uh, they released that KT averaged 3.1 yards of separation on every route on Thursday night, which would have put him top 25 in the league this past weekend. Yeah, so this is interesting too. He averaged uh, more yards of separation than mm-hmm. Tyree Hill did. Tyreek Kill had an amazing game last night, which is interesting that this stat comes. You know, but separation was a big deal for us on Thursday night. A lot of our guys, everyone said, oh, why is Pat holding the ball so long? Uh, because he's waiting for guys to get open, and they weren't doing it. And he was one of the guys uh, that did that. We also had another guy who uh, got in the top 50 of um, average yard separation, it Was Rasheed Rice, who you mentioned, who had 2.7 yards of uh, separation uh, on average on Thursday. Yeah. But I want to ask you about just overall, KT, do you think – I know there's a lot of talk in the offseason how Mahomes and the team feels like he could be the number one receiver with this team. Do you think that he could still be the legitimate number one receiver, or you just think that he's just another one of the guys that we have a, a weapon that we have, not really necessarily the number one?
0: Uh, I, I'll say yes. I, I let's. How about we just get KT healthy? You know, really. Uh, you know, because we go number one. At, look, he does he have. He has all the, you know, athletic ability in the world uh, to be that guy to to be a number one. OK, or number one, or one A, one B, whatever you want to call it. Uh, the thing is, he, he needs to be healthy. OK, that's it's the availability, you know, and in this right here, having this whole, you know, meniscus deal, uh, set him back, set him back. And I think that's what it is, is. We're talking about the availability. It's hard to become a number one if you always hurt or you have, you know, this this these lingering issues. OK, I feel for the guy. I want the guy to be successful. I really do. Uh, because I know he's a weapon. I know he's a weapon. Uh, and I think, you know, separation, everybody, you can figure different things out. Uh, PFF, they, they, you know, quantify every little thing. All right. Uh, what does that mean? Well, you could just say, you know, KT is a more uh, pure receiver than, uh, Tyreek Hill. You could say that, right. Uh, Tyreek Hill uses pure, pure speed. Okay. Does that mean anything? That does mean anything. If you don't catch the football, I don't care how, how much you separate. You could be <laughs> 10 years, 10 uh, uh, yards open. Doesn't matter. Right? Uh She Rice dropped it one it was wide open and you know he drops it. Doesn't matter. Uh it's just about making plays. You gotta make plays, pure and simple. This is what this business is about. The business is about making plays uh for you to be uh employed. So what have you done for me lately? And this is what the fans and everybody looking at what KT has done lately. My thing is uh let this guy get healthy, uh give him some rest that's needed. He comes back and he's healthy and plays. You're gonna see a whole different Kadarius Tony. Yeah.
1: You know, it's intriguing the fact that he he's clearly not hundred percent right, but yet still averaging in the top 25 as far as uh yards per, yards uh separation per route. So that's man, that's intriguing. The guy's having health, and he's still getting 3.1 yards separation on route run. And yeah, he he's he's got he's got ability, you know, ability. he's
0: got that quick titch, uh, twitch in him. He's got it in him, man. There's no doubt about that. So hey man, now we just get him healthy. So he's fully comfortable. Okay. So he can actually play the way he's capable of playing. All right. Uh, but I'm looking forward to the, you know, the younger, the, the other younger Bucks to get in and get some some reps too. Rasheed Rice, Justin Ross, these guys in there as well, man. These our, guys in there well.
1: Our but. guy Justin Ross got what that one uh, that one uh well, the only target of the game for him, but one one cash, the little comeback route, like six yards. Yeah. I was excited. Yeah. I thought I was. I, thought I was starting to get get him uh, more touches, but no. You only, I think he only logged like eight snaps in the game. So they're gonna get him more acclimated, hopefully.
0: And my eyes is like his saucers. I can see all of them receive his eyes like that. Most of them. MVS mm-hmm. only when I see him was like, you know, hey man, it was whatever. Him adjusted And
1: he know. didn't get targeted enough. MVS didn't get tar- two targets, two catches. That was it. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. something has got to change about that. I don't know what's up. I don't know what's up with that one. But yeah, too, too many, just nine routes got, got, got exhausted. Just send them deep every time <laughs> running off as <his> a <laughs> yeah. Um, But all right, well, that does it for us guys. If you want to catch more of JD and I, you guys can go to us on chief concerns on YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcasts. You guys can get us um, every week. We got two times a week during the season. And obviously we do live streams with you guys all throughout the season. So we're really, we're really looking forward to continue to do this with Bleacher Report. Um, Yeah, but we'll be back with you guys Wednesday afternoon for a live stream to discuss uh, this upcoming game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then, of course, you want more JD and I will be doing a full preview of the game on our uh, podcast and channel on YouTube. So, Chief Concerns, you guys check us out. See, See you guys. Go. See you guys next time. Hi, everybody! Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show. Subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.
0: Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V
1: on YouTube.